The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. With Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross. Breaking news with Eileen Bell and sports with Morley Scott. This is the Afternoon News on 630 Chad, Edmonton's breaking news and conversation station. <laughs> It's interesting, the conversation that often takes place before we do this show, because you and I often cooperate, and often, not often, we always cooperate on uh, topics, but we don't always uh, feel equally engaged in the topic. So last night was the uh, season finale of The Bachelor. That's right. A show that you don't watch, a show that I don't... No, which I took a crash course in today. Right. Because something happened last night that's never happened before, and it's got people talking today just about reality TV in general. It was a happy ending on last night's The Bachelor finale when Ari Leindyke Jr. proposed to Becca. Until this happened. Do you want to be back with her? Her being Lauren, the woman Ari passed over in favor of Becca. I am angry at times. I feel betrayed. That's Becca talking to The Bachelor host Chris Harrison last night. Tonight, Becca and Ari will meet for the first time since the breakup on the live After the Final Rose special. Christopher Watson, ABC News. So it's not that he broke up with no. her that has people all upset like the bat let's and i'm gonna say all that have bachelor fans yeah. upset it's the way that was done right it's just interesting and again i'm not up in arms about this and didn't watch the series uh past the opening night and then i watched after the hockey game the finale because everybody in my family was watching it the interesting part about this one is that most bachelor bachelorettes whatever they don't end up married uh-uh. they, you know it, it's a program it's a it's a show and some have successfully uh, formed relationships or gotten married but most don't and oftentimes they break up but what was different about this particular one which begs the question what is entertainment and where does reality begin and end is that in this particular case he chose someone. So this very boring, uninteresting Ari uh, chose <laughs> Becca. And and most people who do follow the series told me that, listen, this was the worst series, mm-hmm. worst you know season ever for The uh, Bachelor. Um, so he chooses her. Now, before they can go to the finale, and what they typically do is everybody has to keep it a secret. They've all signed agreements to say that they won't tell anybody how it turns out. So if they choose somebody or when they choose somebody they must remain secretive they can't be out in public together they can't let it out as to who they chose but what made this particular season different is that Ari got hold of the producers in advance to say before the finale to say look since I gave her the proposition or since I proposed to her I've changed my mind so what the the producers of the show had the option to do then is to do what they always did have a finale show the final episode go live and say so what's happened since then and they would say we broke up and that would be it and we'd go oh it's too bad they broke up they seemed like a nice couple (laughs) but when Ari told the, the producers of the show that that's what he intended to do they jumped at the opportunity so what they did is of course they did right a series of interviews with him Uh, which, again, I have no problem with, in which he starts to cast doubt about the relationship. But then leading up to the finale last night, what they did, in my opinion, crosses the line at the very least of good taste, but opens up the conversation of what will these companies do in order to garner ratings. They lied 
to this woman. So what they did is they lied to her uh, and told her that as a reward, they would put the, they would pay for a, a condo or an apartment over the weekend so that her and her boyfriend or fiance could spend some quality time together in L.A., um, you know, out of the public eye. But they only did that because they knew he was going to break up with her. So with cameras poised, um, mm-hmm. they, they were there for the breakup so that we could all enjoy watching this young lady be completely humiliated on international TV, right? Because they allowed her to talk about, leading up to it, how happy they were, how her future was so decided now, how everything was just so good. And they filmed all of that knowing it was the opposite. But what I found interesting about it, beyond the fact that they lied in order to set up a a season, you know, ratings uh, extravaganza, is that they also kind of lied to Ori, um, this Ari or whatever his name is. Because here's what they did. They they showed the unedited version, which gives you a look at what it really looks like before they pretty it up, mm-hmm. right? So he dumps her on a two-camera shoot, which, okay, you can live with that. But then they keep rolling, and he doesn't leave. So people who are watching are asking, why doesn't he leave? Like, she keeps asking him to leave. Five times, I'm told. She asks him to leave. She's crying the entire time. He doesn't leave. But if you look closely, what you see is him looking beyond the cameras to whatever crew is behind those cameras, and apparently taking direction. Like, well, go knock on the door. Go talk to her again. Go. So not only did they lie to this young lady who signed up for this and I get that they all sign up for it but they it was like they signed up with the possibility that they could get hurt but they didn't sign up for the possibility that they'd get set up to be hurt so you see him doing nothing while they constantly film her crying Mm-hmm. And he refuses to leave. And as I say, people are just on Twitter last night on social <laughs> media going, why is he not leaving? The because answer he's being is told to stay. because he's being told yeah. to stay and make it worse. Yeah. And I, and you know, again, I, 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 I don't feel bad for any of them, no. um, to be honest with you, because this is, as you say, this is what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. Um as far as setting them up to be hurt, well, I think going on that show is just a setup to probably well, you know, be hurt. Right, like but, if there's 30 women, 29 of them are going to be yeah. hurt, right? Um, so, yeah, again, I, I suspect from what I understand is that it was the most boring season ever, it so was. they were trying to do something to salvage it. And they already knew that viewers didn't like this guy. Right. So what's the what's the problem with making him into an even more of a villain? Well, so exactly. Into a villain. They, they wanted to get ratings off of her mm-hmm. pain, which the show is sort of based on. But they also, I think had no problem with making him look not only like a villain, but like a moron. If you've, if you've broken up with your girl, if this is reality, that you've gone to your, mm-hmm. your lady and said, look, I don't think it's going to work, you don't stay for another 45 minutes while she repeatedly tells yeah. you to leave the house, right? And it, it just seemed to me like, I, I don't know if it's morally wrong. I mean, the whole show's immoral, but it, that particular... And, and here's the other thing. And they lied to the viewers. And again, is that morally wrong? And when I say they lied to the viewers, here's why. So they have a three-hour finale, which Mm -hmm. I just was aghast that they could possibly have enough content for three hours. (laughs) And and thankfully, the hockey game took up an hour of that. But they have a two-hour second finale tonight because now that we know the whole thing fell apart, we're going to interview at length all these people that were involved in it. You know 
that at a live broadcast last night, the producers didn't go, oh, it's not resolved? Let me phone ABC yeah. and see if I can get two hours of prime time tomorrow. So the whole thing was staged and planned and ready, but, and the only person who didn't know it mm-hmm. was the girl. But here's the thing. That whole show is staged and planned from start to finish. It all is. Well, um, not every aspect of it is. I mean, uh, yeah, on day one, we don't know that it's going to come okay, down to these two. Or, can, after that is... Yeah, there's a lot this of This show... This show, and we're going to get to you know, move past the show in a, in a second here. Yeah. But this show shows their most intimate moments. They're making out. They're professing their love for each right. other. Introducing the family, traveling together, hanging out in a hot tub together, all of that. So I have no problem with showing that intimate moment as well. I, yep. I just don't. I think the question is, um, and it's the one that we kind of settled on, is yep. how far is reality TV going to go right. uh, in the future? Because let's let's be real here. I mean, reality TV started, what, 20 years ago? About 20 years ago. And at the time, you remember Survivor? And it was mm-hmm. like, oh my goodness. Survivor is just doing the same thing over and over and over again. What, 36 seasons 36 now? 18 seasons years. Now, yep. And um, the, the ratings apparently still really good. Decent. There yeah. is this, there's this constant need to try to find something new to try to push uh, push the boundaries just a little bit more to get a, a better right. rating so when it is when does that line when does that line cross exactly. I don't think we're anywhere near no. um, it being crossed yet because I don't think that that a line was crossed last night that, on that show. And th- right and that's I'm glad you put it so eloquently that's perfect because when you and I were discussing this morning I wasn't um, saying, you know what I think our listeners need to know whether or not Ori's a, a villain or not. <laughs> the question in my mind, as you just so n- beautifully stated, is, okay, so where does this end then? If there's a fear factor, a fear factor type show, would the producers be willing to air an injury or death? Um, you, you know, like, because the line keeps moving. And, and let's not forget that the reason reality television came to be in the first place was out of necessity, speak of Survivor, because there was an American Writers mm-hmm. Guild strike. So there was nobody writing television shows. So they were like, okay, well, how do you do a show when there's no writers? Well, you make it a reality show. But it caught on. So the other question in my mind is not necessarily how far are these producers willing to go with these shows? How far are we allowed to... Uh, how far are how we permitted are we to take? allow them? Yeah. Are, are we okay with watching... And here's the thing with that. It's going to depend to each person what your own level of when you start censoring things. Right. Because um, 8 million people watched yeah. that finale last night. So it's a popular show. Came in second to The Voice. Yeah. Another reality show. Mm-hmm. Um, which again... Which again is not a bunch of amateurs. It's not a bunch of amateurs, bunch of right. Actually, people who have... So are we, American Idol starts up next week, I think. And, yeah. and that's the thing, right? And and we could just leave it at that if you want, unless our listeners want to engage. But, well, we but, talked about 600-pound life last week and the one fellow on there who, who passed died. away, right. And, and really, and again, weren't, weren't he had many a of heart us, attack, and he, he was incredibly ill to start with. He was incredibly yeah. overweight, and that was a real possibility of happening, happening no matter what. Mm-hmm. And that became one of the most talked-about episodes of my 600-pound life in the history of my 600-pound life. Had the cameras... Now, here's the question. Exactly. Had the cameras been there? Had when the cameras died. been there when he had the heart attack exactly. and he passed away? Would, would they, they have shown it? And would you have watched it? Yes. And would you have agreed with airing it? And that's what I'm saying. I'm not necessarily... Because this morning, the New York Post, the Washington... Or the New York Times, the Washington Post, all had, you know, uh, what do you call columns on this. Mm-hmm. And my question is not about whether or not ABC was did something sort of immoral last night. They did. 
my question is, didn't we, aren't we accomplices to it? If 8 million of us watched it, it, right? And that 600 pound life, and we talked about it briefly a couple of weeks ago where I said, oh my God, I just saw a 600 pound life where the guy died. Um, But aren't you all kind of waiting for that one episode? Because you, you, you go into it every time. Are we hoping for a happy ending or do we take greater joy in an unhappy ending? An unhappy ending like this poor woman last night or this 600-pound guy who died. But I think that, again, if you've signed up to have the cameras follow you around, that comes with it. And so being willing, for example, with My 600-Pound Life to show off your body and all of its how it's changed Uh and and how you – all of that stuff, which, let's be real, a lot of us watch to see because we've not seen that before and probably feel a little bit better about ourselves. Mm Mm-hmm. But sure. you signed up for it. And that's just it. Like, it as expected, and we've got some text. Well, yeah. you know, if morons would stop watching it, or that show's crap, or this, that, yeah. It gets 8 million viewers. So it's not a matter of, you know, there's nobody watching it. And that's what I'm saying. Whether you watch it or don't watch it or like it or don't like it, doesn't really matter. That's not important to the argument. My argument or question is, what is it that compels 8 million people to watch somebody's because, heartbreak. Or because what? you become invested in mm-hmm. it. Because you you get your favorites. You realize that you don't like this guy. Yep. I don't like that guy. So I'm going to... It didn't matter who he chose. Like, let's be real. Mm-hmm. No, it didn't Because there was like Team Becca, I Team whatever. I didn't even know their names yeah. going into the but finale. Again, it's how far are you willing to... Um, right. How far will you watch? And again, I, I think that last night, I think that was nothing compared to what people are willing to watch. I agree. And I would like to see what the numbers are for tonight's finale finale. So again, we weren't debating the merits of reality TV. We were talking about how far that we think that it could go. I don't Mm -hmm. like a lot of reality TV. I've made that perfectly clear on this show. I'd rather read. I don't think it's real. I think it's very, very staged. But all sorts of people love it, so that's fine. Mm -hmm. I don't like horror movies either, and lots of you love watching that. I know. It it, Oftentimes, when you have a conversation like this, it turns into a vote, right? I don't watch it. Mm. I do watch it. doesn't matter if you watch it or you don't watch it. That's not the question. The question is, how far will those reality shows go? And a couple of our texters suggesting, well, it'll... It'll go as far as a into a death, a, a death, uh, a death race, or whatever. Uh, I know there was reference to the TV reporter who was shot, but that wasn't a part of a reality show, mm-hmm. so it was handled as a news item, right? But to give you an idea of how many people watch that, though, because yes, when it was I originally know. on Twitter, um, and at that time, Twitter automatically started to play video when you you went when you came across it, and you might not have known that you were about to watch true. that. That's you had true. to go in and change all of that. But how many people? People, how many people um, want to know more details about the the serial uh, murderer, mm-hmm. alleged serial murderer in uh, in Toronto, or about um, the the ice pick stabber murder? Yep. All of those things. Looking for details about the Paul Bernardo murders. People are fascinated with that sort of stuff. Whether you want to believe it or not, mm-hmm. there's a lot of folks out there, uh, and and I'd say normal folks who just you know you you start digging a little deeper. Um, and uh, and you want to read more, you want to see more, and then you're probably sorry that you actually did, mm-hmm. but curiosity gets the better of you. I guess, yeah, and you know, when it comes to shows like The Bachelor, The Bachelorette, or any of those, I don't know if there's others, Par- Lost in Paradise or something, I don't know what they are, the premise... The whole premise is a lie anyway, yeah, right? The whole, thing. The, the whole premise is that we're going to try and find true love for this individual <laughs> when, and that's, I guess, where I wanted to get to with this, 
where 8 million people probably were very satisfied with last night's finale because they didn't find true love. They're probably satisfied because, oh good, you had a great season, you got to fly all around the world, but at the end of it, you're a loser just like me. She she got dumped. The other one's probably going to say no. You know what I mean? You know, setting up for a job as a an announcer somewhere right. or or you know the next bachelorette or whatever it is i think for a lot of people it's a, it's the next it's a it's a potential career move which, oh i think so which is pathetic it is pathetic but always the most for me the entertaining part of those uh, shows that particular franchise is the guy or girl who shows up with the guitar that for me it would be like me showing up and saying well yeah i'm doing a little bit of comedy well actually here's a bit and uh, you know and try and get five minutes of national television coverage uh, you know and then oh, by the way i'm actually married so i have no interest in the bachelorette <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to get hold of me my agency yeah here, here's my card there you go <laughs> uh, it's 358 eileen bell has your four o'clock news and You'd laugh today how much we discussed about all of this in the, in newsroom. the newsroom. Yeah, the four o'clock news is coming up on the other side. We'll check your market numbers and Dave Campbell in with a look at sports. The six thirty Chad afternoon news with Jaylen Nye and Andrew Gross weekdays at two on six thirty Chad.